What is going on, everybody? This is your stream buddy, aka Bash Time on Twitch and Bash Time on YouTube. We are going on a podcast today with Chad, aka CVC, coming for you. And we're going to be talking with him a little bit about uh, his experience with streaming. Uh, this is our first podcast uh, ever, so it may be a little wonky, but uh, it's uh, basically just going to be a, a podcast about improving your stream and uh, conversations with other streamers on how they may have, um, you know, in, in this case, ended up not doing it, uh, which is which is totally fine, as well as, you know, people that have uh, done it successfully, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot of uh, podcasting about pretty much just... Uh, interviewing streamers that have had experiences that are currently going through experiences and how they have uh succeeded or failed so today we have chad if uh you want to say hello chad this is uh your moment hey what's going on y'all <laughs> all right so on? so chad uh i i just wanted to uh kind of hear about your history and uh pretty much what you've done on uh stream and uh your other content creation so I began making videos probably towards the latter half of 2010 and into 2011 um, during the uprising of, of Call of Duty and FPS on YouTube. And I thought they kind of had a two-way relationship where one was growing. They were both growing each other in terms of popularity. And uh, I kind of felt the need to jump on the bandwagon behind all my favorite COD YouTubers at the time. And uh, I did, not with the best of equipment, not with the best of editing skills. And I definitely wasn't of age in terms of my voice and my commentating skills to put myself on the internet. But I, I jumped on to just to post some stupid clips and to think or convince myself that I was good at the games I played, which I wasn't, and to hopefully entertain someone along the way at some point. And even that didn't come until way down the line many years later. But I started I started young, started early, and uh, really never took off along the way. But uh, I, I plant my roots pretty firmly in the Black Ops 1, Modern Warfare 3 era of Call of Duty and in YouTube and then much later on streaming. So uh, when you started uh, streaming didn't like exist at that time? It wasn't big. If it was, uh, I don't even, I'm not sure if at that point YouTube had even, even integrated their streaming service or capabilities. I don't even, I don't know where Twitch was at that time. Mixer was years away, but um, if anything, we saw the very beginnings of Twitch first and then that led YouTube to steal the idea. But uh, no, I don't think it was that big. I'm not sure if you could stream or <laughs> even upload long files on YouTube back then, but it was fun for what it was. Short content that wasn't padded to 10 minutes for views and for advertisements. Gotcha. So, I mean, basically what you were doing is, um, it, it wasn't as much streaming as con. It, it was a lot more content creation. So you were doing like, uh, just YouTube videos Were you, were you working on any other platforms at that time or, uh, you know, uh, any, anything along those lines? I was YouTube only to start. I made, I, I would either upload what I thought were cool clips in Black Ops onto my YouTube account through the in-game, like, upload YouTube feature, or I would get some cheap iMovie ripoff and edit things together and splice them very simply and re record my little prepubescent voice and uh, my unscripted commentaries about how much I love Todd. And it, it was very, very low-key, low-budget, low-effort, but it was, it was pretty much just YouTube creation or video creation through iMovie and free to use um, screen cap uh, resources like Mobavi. And I was on Mac too. So I started, I didn't even start on the, the premier computer and gaming setup. I started on low end consoles and a low end editing software and on a, just to most people, inferior operating system. So I grew up Apple and I haven't changed much since I still use them primarily, but I just went and bought a yeah, Windows PC this year. So I, uh, I put myself at every disadvantage I could not 
you know, not to mention that I was following COD when at the time there were a bunch of big series from Assassin's Creed to Halo to Battlefield. They were all competing for the top spot. And oh. uh, although COD always came out on top, there was a lot of controversy. And I know it's had its, its, its moments, but I've always been loyal to it. So, so uh, ar- like around what year was this when you started? Uh, 2010. 2010. 2010. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, I mean, COD was huge back then. So, I mean, like, it's it's weird because, you know, uh, uh, advice that I've personally seen so far as, like, you know, I mean, I, I've only been in it about, I believe, maybe two, three months now is, like, you know, kind of watch out for saturated games. I, and, and even still, I, I don't even know if that's, like, 100% great advice, you know. Obviously, people can still do good with saturated games, but it, it's interesting because I feel like even back then, it was it was even less games and more saturation and a lot harder to actually get known. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I do think in the long term, uh, playing a quote unquote saturated series did work against me. Although I think if you start with that franchise and you are amongst the first of the content creators to gather a, a crowd with it, uh, you may be able to survive. But unless you're getting shouted out or recognized by a, by a higher up on one platform, uh, focusing on a, on a certain game or you know several genre then you might not have the best of times getting up there at least even into the hundreds of thousands of views or subscriber count but yeah i would say if you pick a niche game nowadays you're much more likely to take a, to gain traction more quickly and sooner than you would if uh, you played a, a mainstream game maybe except for fortnite i think the battle royales do have a very odd method me, uh, ability to attract attention no matter how big you are but even now, I'm sure there are plenty of small YouTube or small Fortnite Apex streamers and YouTubers that wish they could take off and may get more views than I ever did with COD. But um, I would say if, if the game is so massive that you never run out, you, there's no, there's never like a an, a shortage of a pool, of a pool of viewers, or maybe if you just get lucky and get shouted out by someone else, then you can make those big games work. But starting from ground zero, you want to start with a niche game that's been out for a while. Those tend to have some really active uh, clicks most of yeah no i i would definitely agree with that it's it's actually kind of interesting that you say that because you know i i started off with dota underlords and obviously i still play that um but like it it, it was weird because it's been out i believe i mean it's been out just as long as i've been streaming pretty much so about three months uh at this current time but um you know it, it was weird because i'm getting more viewers and and i feel like they're more valuable viewers than some would say than like a Fortnite kind of setup because you know you you probably get yeah. more viewers on Fortnite but it's also people that are hopping in and out of all these like you know really low view um rooms and it's it's kind of like okay what like you could do Fortnite but it's also like how do you find your value and mm-hmm. it, it's kind of easier in a game that's kind of brandy new because unfortunately for me um in, in my situation you know I w- I was doing really really good i was ladder climbing i was i was beating out a lot of people that actually had even more uh viewers than me um and then i kind of hit a wall of uh you know my skill level and maybe i will surpass that but i've kind of reached a point now where it's like okay um i'm not a pro in this game i i i'm okay i'm good at this game but i'm not a pro uh which is basically you know like my wall that i'm at and that's where i think a lot of people stick 
with the game. Whatever game they're playing is, is like, okay, I'm not a pro, but I'm going to stick with this game. You don't have to, in, in my personal opinion, you don't have to stick with said game. I think, you know, and that's where I branched out to Dead by Daylight, which is where you and I met. Um, and, you know, I, I feel totally comfortable being able to say, you know, I, I switched to a different game. I, um, and, and it's not even switching. It's just being a variety streamer. I think someone that isn't a professional at one game should be a variety streamer. I, 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 I don't think that hurts them. I think it actually benefits them. I, that's a good point. All that is, holds truth. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, um, like it, it's weird. I like because obviously, uh, we we have to have the conversation with the viewers, or or rather, in this case, the listeners. Um, that obviously you are you are done uh, doing the streaming and content creation, correct? Yes, um, I'm, I've called it quits with YouTube and streaming and Mixer, or both with Twitch and Mixer, which were yeah. the only two I really used. And um, oh yeah, I I actually didn't even know you used Mixer, but um, actually. I, no, we'll get to that in, in uh, a little bit. But um, so do, do you think that maybe at, at some point when you reach, I mean, obviously, well, I, I don't know. Were, would you consider yourself uh, a professional at the game? No, no, no. no. Call no. of Duty, no. I have never been a great player at it. I've, I've never, I can't even, I, I can't honestly admit that I've ever been a good fan either. I mean, I'm, I'm dedicated. I'm very passionate about the games, but the biggest thing that streaming did wrong to me, or get both content creation and streaming, and just being on social media did to me, um, is it kind of maybe into what you would see online, people calling others sheep or a, a toxic fan, one who seems deluded and stuck to their ways. And no matter what someone else says, if it opposes the games that they like or opposes um, anything that they believe, then they'll then you fight them back, and you you feel as a fan that you are obligated to defend the games that you that you play and that you invest in at all costs. And that really didn't help me to feel any more passion. Toward, I, I ended up feeling like almost dirty about interacting people online the way I did. It didn't seem like it was productive or positive or anything that the, that the developers would want me to, to, to do or say. But um, well, well, it's, kind of it's interesting that you say that because it, um, at least from the knowledge I've gathered, you know, obviously it's been a short period of time and, and, you know, I, I kind of take on a, a leader role when I join games and stuff like that. And someone eventually told me, yo, you should start streaming, you know, because, because of that kind of leader role that I take. Um, right. And so like, don't, don't take it like I know, you know, more than you, but uh, what, what I would, what I would personally feel like um, maybe hurt you in that situation, maybe is that uh, you were more focused on the or or you were more focused on the creation of the content of the game and not the the content of yourself yeah. being like being the main focus i um, focused too much on what i wanted others to think about the things i liked and what i thought about them i never i didn't i didn't take time to an, an, analyze on a yearly basis of my game you know am i still enjoying the gameplay am i still enjoying the content the, the developers feedback the, the pacing of it all and i do i i i hope that i do at least but my focuses went too deep into, or put they were put too much towards others, and not myself. And on top, it just sort of clouded my ability to be creatively active or um, just a bit more positive about the whole experience. It made gaming unfun. It got more, it got boring quickly. It lost its flavor, and it wasn't. It felt more like a job after a while than a true hobby, which might have influenced my 
my creativity, my, my consistency, my, my timing of content release, my frequency of streaming. So you have to really manage your, your, your attitude, your time, and just kind of keep an eye on who your audience is and what you say to them because you, you never know when you may be saying the wrong things at the wrong time. It may seem like you're a passionate fan, but you're really just being a toxic sheep, as people would say, and uh, making it hard to, for other people to actually enjoy the experience because every time they have a differing opinion, they always are they feel like they're wrong or they're misled if they're not in the, they're not doing the right thing as, as people who are trying to get into it. So staying level-headed is for, is the first step to being a good content creator or streamer. Both. Oh, most, most definitely, you know, and that's where, um, <clears throat> it's interesting because when, when I started, uh, streaming, my, my full intention was to be a Dota underlord streamer. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, on pretty much all content that I mean, obviously at this time no one would see this anymore. But on all my descriptions that I uh, had online was Dota Underlord streamer, and um, I think though it may have gained me some views, I think it hurt me ultimately, um, or like not not even you know I I think it just yeah. it it put me at a disadvantage in the beginning because you know basically all you're doing at that point when you say oh i'm a dota underload streamer is you are locking yourself into a certain niche you know what i mean which obviously you you want to have a niche game and you want to have a niche uh you know you want you want to have not a saturated game but at the same time you don't want to lock yourself into uh any particular situation where you know let's say i i believe at this time um dota underlords has maybe 4,000 viewers at its peak wow. time, uh, which, which is not much at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's, it's good. Um, but it, it's, it's not much. And especially because the top 10% own, you know, probably at least 20% of that. Um, you know, for, for me to lock myself into 80% of four, 4,000 is kind of tough you know what i mean it, it, it kind of locks yourself in and so that's where you know i i took a step back especially when, when i started realizing okay i'm not a professional at this game i um you know as as and i need to kind of focus on my content creation side of things i was like okay these are the things i need to change because i was doing up to 16 hour streams i was doing um you know, just some really ridiculous things for, for the live stream. When it, when I realized I was like, okay, maybe I need to take a step back. I need to focus on content creation elsewhere and bring the viewers from those contents and bring them into the stream, you know, where it's like, um, you know, I, I took, I believe it was two days off of my stream time. I actually also didn't have a time frame anymore so like i start at a certain time i don't have an end time anymore so it could be eight hours it could be five hours um usually usually it's a minimum of five hours today we we cut it a little short but um you know i i like once i realized the game didn't matter as much is where i think i actually started gaining viewers that came for me and i think i think that's i mean it's pretty much our relationship that you and i have is pretty much you know you you came from uh, Dead by Daylight, which is another game I stream, but you you still show up, man, every every time I stream, and I and I don't think it's be, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, I don't I don't think you play Dota Underlords at all, but I I don't no. think you come for the games. It's more so just you know, the person that I am and the content that I'm creating, you know, um, and that we're friends, you know. I mean, and and that's 
and and the thing is is that especially with your early community you want to be creating friendships you know like another guy cbc i don't i don't know if you run into him salty j that guy is a really good friend of mine that you know i i i just ran into on stream and uh you know it's kind of one of those things where it's less about um the game and more about the content that you're creating and i I think a lot of people make that mistake and get stuck on a game when they when they aren't a professional and it's like okay well really all you're doing at that point you're you're an entertainer you know what i mean If, if you're not a professional you're an entertainer and i think a lot of people make that mistake and you know end right. up end up just playing a game that they hate and end up getting a toxic community that was that was one of my hugest things is i didn't want to create a community that enjoyed watching me be mad you know what i mean um yeah. which I'm, I'm not even sure if that's a thing i don't know if that's a thing it on is. twitch yeah oh yeah i mean i i see i see sparks of that and not in the sense of being purely mad but in, in terms of maybe like drama i see a lot of that in like uh keemstar or sometimes dr disrespect i not so much disrespect because i think he has more of a character component he has to act, he entertains but i think some people like watching others get mad or scared or have a reaction um I know a small cod, uh, a smaller cod guy now. On well, used to be cod, now he's mixed media. But uh, JC Backfire does like a whole bunch of like uh, story based horror games, and he likes he, a lot of his viewers like watch him to get the horror reaction, and watching someone get scared and then clipping that for Twitch. Or for Doctor Disrespect, they go for the character, one wearing the glasses and putting funky hair on, and it, it's it. People are in reality watching these most of these streams for the person, the entertainer, the the, the community aspect. And I think what got me a little bit was not incorporating any of that. I was always worried about being almost like an Activision Call of Duty PR guy and showing right. off the reveal trailers and the, spe- the specs, the stats, the game mechanics. And I didn't really care about what I was saying or doing. It was, all, it was all about COD. I put so much of my life into the games themselves. And I didn't never really cared about doing anything creative. All I did was commentaries. My At least 80% of my videos were commentaries and the rest of them were just edits. Like it wasn't, there was no variety. I didn't do podcasts or uh, interaction streams like this, where you, or podcasts or streams, where I solely focused on interacting with other viewers. So interaction is key, and people like reaction too. So if you're a good entertainer, if you like putting on a show, this might be the hobby for you. Most definitely, and you know it's funny because um, my my first goal before streaming was actually podcasting, and it was kind of like you know where would I bring the podcast? What would I do with the podcast? And I I didn't really know where I'd go with it. Yep. Um, and then the streaming came along and it was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to, you know, watch some people on how to learn. And then, you know what? Like once I started watching these people that were teaching streams or like teaching how to stream and how to stream efficiently. And I was like, and as you know, you're a psychology major and I'm a psychology major. Uh, I, I kind of mm-hmm. was like, wow. I was like, you know, this is kind of down my alley. You know, uh, it's it's. I, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a f- professional streamer. I'm, I'm sitting with a lot of uh, maybe the listeners here today or maybe even below some of the listeners today and saying, you know, um, the content that I create is not uh, having a lot of viewers. But at the same time, I know that my content is better than a lot of the, the, the people that are in my viewership range because I personally know when I – when I because I, I like to give back to, uh, you know – the smaller stream community um and uh, and i look around and look at these low view count people and what you see a lot of the time is silence you or or maybe just music in the background and you you don't see a lot of people talking 
and it's all focused on the game, which is okay if you're professional, but all these people that are have, you know, two or three viewers and stuff like that, they, they don't, they're not professionals, you know, and that's why they're down in that area because, you know, they're silent and stuff like that. That's why, you know, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people with those small amount of viewers that just don't talk at all, you know, and even though it's, it's okay because they don't have a lot of viewers. It's not like it's detrimental to their viewership yet. It's not gaining viewership. So basically, you know, all the all the time that you are silent on your stream is a waste of streaming time. Hundred percent. Yeah. You know. Um, and At like, that point, you're not doing anything different than well, what the games themselves are presenting visually. So, no. Yeah, you want to be a, on there present. At least audio, but video helps too. Webcam helps as well. Most definitely. And you know, I think. Um, the audio is like, it's weird. Cause audio is definitely a forefront. You want to have a good mic first. Uh, the webcam then brings in the people that are here for you. You know what I mean? I, I think that, um, it's, it's weird because some people, it, it, like, I never want to say like, don't, uh, get a, get a webcam or anything like that. Because there are some people that can do that and just have the audio yeah. and it works for them. Uh, but I think that's the exception and not the rule. You know what I mean? Um, I I think a lot of people that succeed are more the people that, you know, you can see them. You can see the reactions. They, they Their personality has a face to it, you know. And uh, what you're doing is brand creating at the end of the day. So why not show your face? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, all right. So I, I think that's that's good stuff. Uh, let's. Let's uh, go into, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm interested why you ultimately ended up quitting uh, streaming. Quite simply, it wasn't going anywhere. I, after all these, about nine, almost about nine years now of just, not really, I've, well, at some points I have been stagnant. I haven't uploaded and I'll, I'll go months without uploading or, or uh, streaming and that, the inconsistencies didn't help with that, but um as far as why I quit, I began to realize going into this late season in between COD thing, uh, we're starting that intermediate point between two COD releases, um, where I, I, I'm not enjoying the game that's out now. I don't think a lot of people are either, and it's not a good time, a prime time for me to make COD, COD content, hoping to see any kind of growth or uh, enthusiasm. And on top of that, just watching my numbers stagnate for this many years just led me to say, okay, well, I don't know if I'm really focusing on the content of the games that make me happy. I don't know if it's really a passion or hobby of mine anymore. So obviously still a hobby, but it's not a passion of mine anymore, or at least the content creation side of it. And I want to see, just kind of check myself one year and see if I still like the games that are behind the content I try to produce. And if that doesn't stick, then I'll give it all. I'll just give everything up from, from consoles to PC gaming. I'll keep the PC, but you know, put the gaming side away because I've been doing it since I was four. It's been a really long, wholesome run for me as a gamer and, I'll always love it. I'll always remember it and cherish it. But uh, for now, I think I hit, I hit a point where the games I was playing were, fell fell flat and I had no creative passion at all. I had no direction for what kind of content I wanted to create. I would sit in Premiere for hours and not have a single idea where to start. And my best videos were just the ones where I, I put together dumb clips from, from Battle Royale, like Blackout and kind of a BO4 and made a little funny skit out of that. And that people like that kind of stuff over a 10 minute commentary about how bored I was with gaming or whatever. I did a lot of commentary that were just like, I want to quit. I'm bored of this game. This sucks. This update sucks. It was a lot of negative uh, 
self-talk in the form of a video commentary where the gameplay was just not very supplementary of the actual commentary. It was just sitting in the background because I had it pulled from my YouTube uploads or I pulled it from a, a Twitch uh, VOD. I didn't even have a, a capture card. That was a big problem. I never bought an Elgato or any capture card. So I had to rely on YouTube to MP4 converters and uh, pulling videos off of YouTube VODs and, and off, off of YouTube itself. And sometimes when I was younger, up until maybe even the last two or three years, I stole most of my gameplays. I focused solely on the commentaries, and I hope people were, you know, hoping that someday people were going to recognize me for that when half my content was just fucking stolen. So I, I never gave credit, and I, I tried to give credit where I could for the gameplays I did take to supplement the commentaries, but or more so the rants. But that wasn't a good side of me. So going back to the first point, I debated from like four minutes ago. I, I quit because I was bored. I was lacking creative talent, creative direction. Um, I wasn't growing in any direction, back or uh, forward or backwards. And I seen that a new Kai was coming that actually looks decent, Modern Warfare. I want to see if I at least still feel the same way about the games I'm playing before I even think about going back to creating anything. I'll still do like one-off little clips, my friends, and edit small stuff in Premiere and send it to people on Twitter. But as far as making videos to upload or stream, I'm done for probably forever. Gotcha. Um I, like do you do you ever think that you may have started too early and it may Absolutely. have like like and and not in the sense that obviously i mean when we're younger we're gonna we're gonna create worse content <laughs> um you know and i i can only imagine what uh my content may have been you know if if i started streaming in 2010 uh but uh, like could may have that defeated you later you know what i mean because you're like Probably. okay it's been nine years i haven't succeeded but maybe you've only had like and i'm not saying you have only had but like maybe you've only had two successful years or three mm -hmm. you know what i mean like maybe maybe those like you have only actually been creating good content or content people want to listen to or enjoy for blank amount of years you know what i mean whereas you've been doing it for nine years but maybe that that younger you didn't you know make plans for content creation didn't make plans for you know the ultimate success of you know your your career in streaming and or content creation i don't think i was willing to put in the effort to do what the what some of the bigger youtubers even in the cod world do or achieve nowadays i i kind of leeching off the point of being consistent with uploads and streaming that's part of it not buying the right tech no, i took me years to get a recording mic just got my first webcam this year Never got Elgato at all. I, I limiting myself with hardware wasn't good, even though I just binged on a two dot two grand computer. I, I I never I didn't approach the the, the technical the technical setup in the right order or in the right progression, and uh, being so inconsistent with my content creation and being so repetitive with the whole half stolen gameplay commentary thing wasn't ever going to work. And I wanted to I saw myself getting up there with big YouTubers, whether it be through shoutouts and pure luck or a good spree of views. That, it, it kind of slingshot me to the top. I wanted sort of overnight fame in the eyes of, you know, the way teenagers, young teens see overnight fame when they start looking at YouTube videos, whatever, anyone at famous movies, art. They, they had this spark, this momentary idea, if I can do this and I can do it just as well very quickly and make the big bucks and make it my life. And although even to this day, making COD my life, whether it be developing the games or marketing them or be, just being a PR guy or streaming and making it and entertaining people with, with them, that's still what I wish I could make of my life, but being that I'm at the very tail end of my college career and I've made no progress on the on, on the online part of it, on the streaming and content creation, 
I don't think it's viable as an adult now who needs to start thinking about where am I, where am I going to get my first big job that makes real money? Uh, how am I going to start investing for my future? Uh, taking on the, the bills for my insurance in the years to come, looking for my first apartment. And the real world is coming. And the time of BSing around and trying to get petty views on YouTube or sort of pennies on a dollar views on, on uh, um, traction on streaming on YouTube isn't going to bring me to a point where I'm able to enter the real world post-graduation in a couple of months. Yeah, I probably, probably have a couple of years of time where I can live off, live my dad and build myself up and start life that way. But I don't think I have a chance like I used to, that window's closed for um, building up to a point where online entertainment would profit to the point where I can sustain myself only doing that one hobby. So I, starting from zero now at 21 is a lot different than starting from zero as a stupid 12-year-old when I did. So I had the ambitious dreams to be big and go big very quickly. I never wanted to put in the time or effort to make my own, really truly my own content, uh, creative, funny edits, Rather, I just wanted to do repetitive rants that were usually negative in tone uh, or complaining or whatever. So I, I, I approached everything wrong with YouTube and streaming. And that, to me, is the, the ultimate failure of my entire gaming, quote, career. It's not really a career if you didn't do anything with it, but my hobby, I guess. So I want to keep on playing. And I want to keep on loving the games I do for the reasons why I started playing them. But I don't think I need to focus on views or numbers. I stopped because I didn't want to look at any statistics or charts that always told me you're not going anywhere because you never put the time in. Even my dad at some point in the past couple of months over the summer um, saw me trying to push harder to get the tech for a, a, a gaming recording setup and the, with the big compu- the expensive pre-built computer, the microphone, the webcam, and he saw me trying uh, struggling to find my footing. And he said, there might come a point where you just have to realize you didn't make it. it it's not going to work, and that's okay. It's not in the raw sense. It's not a failure, but it, it wasn't meant to be, and – you can still live life and play these games and enjoy yourself without having to follow numbers and chase success because it it's not going to be fun. You're just going to wear yourself out. And on top of the whole rant where I talked about being a toxic fan because I was over defensive of the games and whatever, that didn't help either. So I, the stress built, the numbers dropped, and I said, you know what? Let's just go back to having fun. So I said, see ya. Bye, Twitch. And right. I've been doing well ever since. Yeah, most most definitely, you know. I and it's it's funny that you say that because um I I did get to a certain point where I was like, you know, uh oh, I'm I'm gaming. I have to be streaming. And that's not yeah. true. You know, um and and it's it's funny that you say that because, you know, me personally, I, I haven't even been streaming that long, you know, and and I and I got to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to have fun time when playing games and i'm not saying that streaming and anything like that isn't fun all i'm saying is is that you you have an audience you have to entertain you're not you're not you're not just solely focusing on the game and having like your own personal fun you're you're creating fun for other people too you know and so That's what it is. I, I i i think a lot of people that focus on just streaming and only playing games when they're streaming and stuff like that end up hating the games, you know? Um, and that's where, you know, I've in, in between content creation and stuff like that on the days that I ended up taking off from streaming, I do play games, you know, and, and I enjoy them and I have fun. And then I go back to doing, you know, my quote unquote drop job, which I mean, I, I wouldn't really call it a job. It's more, I find it fun. But, um, you know, it's 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 playing the games for other people, doing the streams for other people and creating content and entertainment for other people. 
Um, but you have to find time to play the games and enjoy them yourself. Um, another another uh, point I wanted to uh, bring across. All right, so, uh, you know, the part where uh, you were talking about your dad and uh, how, you know, he said maybe you're not cut out for it. It's it's really interesting that you you brought that part up because, you know, earlier. So I had a different passion when I was younger. I was uh, a musician and uh, I I was in a band and actually we were we were relatively successful. You know, we we made almost a grand on one of our shows. You know, we 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 did some uh, really good. Uh, I guess what people in this world would call it would be content. Um, but you know, we, we did really well for how young we were. Uh, we started when we were shit, I mean, maybe 13, 14. And, um, you know, we were playing with bands that I listened to when I was in elementary school. I don't know if you know them, uh, red jumpsuit yeah. apparatus or, uh, shoot. Um, Oh, what was the other band? Uh, I can't remember the other band off the top of my yeah. head right now, but um, no. So like, you know, bands that I used to jam out to when I was in elementary school, you know, it was like I was playing with them live and that was really, really cool. But just because, you know, you have that content creation or at, at my time, the music creation, that doesn't mean that you're going to be successful. There's there's no guarantee at any given point. You, you could be successful for a day. You know, that might be it. And and in my music career, you know, um, oh, it was Hawthorne Heights. That was the other band. Um, okay. So, me, like, that day for me, that was my day. You know, that was the day that I felt the most successful in that industry uh, where I played with bands that I was listening to, you know, 10 years before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that might be your success. And that's okay. You know, and, and I think a lot of people have to be comfortable with that. Uh, and they're not, you know, um, and they, you know, they want to make money off this. They want to make a living and, and, and kind of on the point where you were talking about, uh, you know, you have all these things where real life is kind of coming in. Um, I think a lot of younger streamers, uh, because you're, you just turned 21, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like for me, I, uh, you know, I dealt with that actually when I was 18, uh, I moved out and, you know, did, did my own thing and, uh, kind of figured it all out on my own. And, um, it, it was tough. It was like, I like, and, you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to be and, you know, all this college stuff and all that jazz, you know, uh, it, it's weird. Cause I couldn't even fathom trying to be a content creator during that time. Um, obviously you're older than I was, uh, when it happened. So, you know, you may, you may have a little bit more maturity on, uh, your end when you, when you do it. But, uh, you know, for me personally, I, I genuinely can't fathom being able to do that. And I think that a lot of content creators, creators need to, uh, you know, realize that they, you know, I, it's, it's tough to say that I'd like, they should be in a stable setting, to be able to create content, but I, I do think that's valuable. You know, um, I, I don't think it's always necessary, you know, and, and like we've said, you know, there is a little bit of luck involved. I don't think that's the whole, um, you know, I, I don't think that's the end all be all, you know, you can't, you can't just sit around and wait for it. But at the same time, there is a little bit, a bit of luck, but I think also you have to be in a stable environment where, you know, you're getting paid, you have a home, you have, 
a plan, you know, a, a real plan. I always say, you know, uh, to my family and, you know, my friends and stuff like that, I have my real plan and I have my plan that's going to make me money. And this is my dream plan, you know, um, of content creation. And, you know, it, would I love it? Of course. And am I still going to do it? Yes. And even if, you know, uh, the time comes where I have to dedicate more time to my job, that may happen. But it also doesn't mean that I have to stop content creation. But I do think it benefits me that I set myself up and it wasn't even intentional. It wasn't like, okay, when I'm, when I turn, when I turn 24, I'm going to, uh, be a, a streamer. Hi. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, you know, it, it, it wasn't like I, I planned this out. It just so happened to kind of fall into my lap that, you know, okay, I want to be a content creator and I'm in a comfortable position where I can afford it. That's, that's another thing is like you said, uh, you weren't like getting everything that you could necessarily afford. But I mean, in 2010, uh shit man that was nine years ago so you were you know 12 yeah. you know i i mean i mean how could you afford it i couldn't i know i couldn't no, I, um, I tried but it wasn't in the cards it's it's it, people will say well just beg for your parents what although they would have been happy to help would they have to consider when they make a purchase as big as like an elgato which is almost i think they're close to 200 dollars nowadays or 150 right I, they, is this thing I'm gonna get my kid ever going to, if not pay back, is it gonna be worthwhile at all? Is he gonna get anything out of it? And they just really didn't see the point what I was trying to accomplish at the time. So I don't blame them. There was no promises of success. I mean, a lot bigger back then before it got all over convoluted and the YouTube algorithm started to fight people for ad placement and revenue. But I mean, it, it's just, when back before things were just greedy and frankly shitty, I, I thought that I had a chance to start something and I didn't put my tech and my software knowledge um, at the same level of priority as playing the games and just being a, a nerd. And that kind of hurt me in the, in the long run. I just didn't know what to do, how to do it, how to afford it. And it wasn't until 2018, 2019 that I really got everything except for the capture card. I, I ditched the capture card budget and plan because that was right when I was planning on leaving it all behind. But like, I did have plans to fi finish off my, my setup with a art rebranding Elgato purchase and everything I needed to get my channel back in order. Right. Or in on a path towards something, but I quit right at the very turning point of just buying Premiere, just buying a PC and pulling the trigger on the bigger stuff, the, the all be and all be all. Only thing I ended up did buying uh only thing I ended up and did end up buying, uh sort of before I realized it was over was my webcam, so that's good to be that's good to have no matter what, even if you're not entertaining. Almost definitely. Uh, buy a webcam, children. Right? Um Yeah. But <laughs> But, uh, you know, one of uh, one thing that I noticed as, as a uh, intro streamer when I when I first started was, you know, I, I had the money. I had the comfortability and the sustainability that, you know, I can do this and just make it, you know, it, 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 I, I hate calling it a job, but it, it really is. There's a lot of work behind it, you know, and, oh, yeah. and it, you know, and, and it's. It, it's tough to call it a job because I do enjoy it. You know, just like my real job, I, I hate calling that a job because I do enjoy my job, but it is, it is work. Um, and it's funny cause you know, I, I was watching a lot of streamers previous. Um, none of the big ones, actually, I still haven't watched a ninja stream. I haven't watched a, uh, uh, what is it? Dr. Disrespect. I have watched some of his Twitter stuff, but, um, yeah. You know, I, and I'm, and I'm looking at these, uh, like smaller, you know, they, they did have like, uh, you know, in a grand viewers and stuff like that. But, um, you know, I'm looking at these guys, I'm going, oh, this is easy. You know, I just got to put my funds that's in and it, will, and it will be easy. I you know, you, it seems. 
Oh, oh, a hundred percent, dude. And that's why um, I even started as a kid. I thought it was easy. Right. And, and I think that's a lot of people's, uh, first mistake is like they get burnt out too quick you know it's like oh Me? like like <laughs> i wouldn't even call it too quick i mean you, you did it for fast. yeah Shit. did you well passion wise i burnt out fast as far as how long it took me to give up too long got <laughs> you fair <laughs> but like you know like for for someone like me it was kind of um you know okay all i have to do is invest it a bunch of money into this and then it's gonna go well you know which is yeah. not true um but it, me as a past entertainer in the music industry, I was kind of able to uh, realize shortly that it's not just the money you put in. It's also the content you create, you know, um, and and it's it's interesting because you as as much it's it's almost like you have to have an equilibrium. You have to have the funds to be able to create a enjoyable stream to watch. But you also have to have the content, uh, or or you could have literally none of that and just be a professional. But I mean the the ninety percentile or you know whatever what I I'm just making that number up. But you know a a good portion of the people aren't professionals, so they have to find the equilibrium. They like and it, it sucks to say yeah you have to have money or yeah you have to not suck at talking and being fun. But like you have to you know you you and. Um, you know, you don't have to be funny. You could just conversate, you know, you can have conversations with people, make, make connections with people. And, you know, that's, um, I would, I, I would call myself kind of funny, but it's a, it's a majority of just, you know, genuinely wanting to make friends and create a community that's all driven towards, um, content creation. And I know you're done with it, but you know, I, I value you as a member because you're able to, uh, you know, share, your experiences and maybe you know like let's say someone is like oh let's let's do this and you're like well you know that may not be a good idea because of this or you know that you know that may be a good idea because i didn't do this and uh i wish i did or something you know what i mean and uh i think a lot of people value having and, and that's why i wanted to do my first podcast with you actually I, i've been talking with a lot of people um about podcasting and stuff like that but i wanted to do it with you because i think a lot of people value the successors but not talk to the people that have failed and yep. and you know it's not to sit around and shit on you and say like oh you know <laughs> let's let's make you feel bad and why like you I know assure you, you're fine I, <laughs> I i call myself well that's gonna be i can't that's too dramatic i admit that i, I admit that i failed i'll put it that way you know uh it, it's it just me wants to say i'm a failure but i'm not keep on <laughs> ignore that i don't know it, it's um you know, it's it's one of those things where I think a lot of people don't want or don't want to listen to the people that failed because they failed. But I think yeah. they also have good advice, too, because, you know, they they're able to tell you what their mishaps may have been, you know, and, and even though people say don't don't stream one game, you know, OK, well, why, you know, and then we can talk to the people that did that you know or or the one content you know and that that's kind of you know the the conversation we're having today is that you know maybe maybe uh you focus too much on the game and not on the stream um and i and, and i think that's a fair conversation to have with people you know and and obviously this this podcast is going to be you know talking to people that succeeded and failed but i think it's really really unfortunate that a lot of people just ignore the 
not even negative side, but just the reality side, you know, they're, they're, you're going to find a lot more people that fail than succeed. And, uh, a lot of people just want to listen to the successors, which is fine. You know, obviously they're going to have the better success advice and what to do. But I think a lot of people don't learn about what not to do. You know what I mean? Um, and and that's where, you know, I kind of, as a newer streamer, I think it's fair for me to say that I'm kind of focusing on it's it's kind of weird because my youtube is kind of focused on what not to do and how and like stuff like that um but you know i i think that's fair advice as well i think i think a lot of people write that off as you know not good advice or not advice that they want to learn because they only want to learn good advice but the thing is is it, this is reality you know every not everybody succeeds and it's it's a tough pill to swallow but you know that's just how life is you know I think there is, to some extent, to very different extents, an entertainer and within everyone, but especially those who are motivated in some way, but to do it. But it's not for everyone. It's it's such a counterintuitive statement or a conflicting statement. But you can entertain. You, you can put yourself in a position to entertain and make content. But as far as being likable or receptive or able to create a rapport with people that watch you or care about you. It, it may vary. Your skills may vary, and I'm not saying that everyone is uh, needs to think that that di that deeply initially about what they're capable of. But just keep in mind that if it doesn't go well, keep on pushing. Try changing your direction. But if you go a long time without seeing any forward progress, just take a minute to think about what uh, what else you like about life in your life. What keeps you? What makes you tick? What, what occupies your time that you actually enjoy? And maybe you can look into doing other things as well. So don't quit right when you hit a wall, but keep on overcoming the walls and finding more of them take care of yourself take care of your time your money your resources your budgets and don't go all in don't put all your you know pigs in the blanket or what's the thing don't put your all your shit in one basket I, I don't know. yeah i know but, what you're saying yeah, like, <laughs> like, I, I got two different philosophies mixed up there but like um so don't put pigs in, don't put actual pigs in a blanket it's not very nice <laughs> but still like like respect your elders like come on now but um yeah i don't know it's a horrible end off there but yeah, it's not for yeah. everyone, but I think everyone's capable of starting something that may take off, may not. Yeah, no, it, it, and the thing is, I think a lot of people don't realize, um, well, it, it's weird because content creation is like, uh, it's it's weird because you have to love always thinking. Yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a weird way to put yeah. that? Yeah, <laughs> you know? Right. Right. I mean, like, like, for example, so I worked uh, yesterday, uh, I'm, I'm usually a night shifter. So I worked um, from 4pm till about 3.30am. And mm -hmm. I got home at about 4pm and wrote about 20 drafts for Twitter, for whenever I don't have any content in my head, you know, right. and and the thing is, is that you have to have that edge where it's like, okay, you like, dude, I could have just gone right to bed. I was tired, you know, but it's like, okay, how, how can I utilize maybe just a little bit of time to like, and maybe all those drafts, maybe everybody will never see those drafts, you know, but, Possibly. but, but to be creating content and to always be at least thinking about like, so I actually, um, it's it, like some people may not be able to do this, but I, I have like a 30 minute drive home and, uh, you know, it's, it's usually around like 3am to like 
3.30 a.m. when I'm driving it. And I used to just jam out to music and like do my own thing. And it's like, okay, instead of that, how about I think about content creation? And you know, so now every 30 minute drive home, I'm thinking about it, but like some people don't like to do that. And I think people need to know the reality that like, if you're a content creator, it is a 24 hour job. You know what I mean? Like, um, even what, you know, I was, I was watching a little bit of a football game earlier and I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, so I'm watching football. How is this benefiting content creation? Which obviously you need to spend time enjoying your life. But the thing is, is that, and that, and that's why, um, you know, it's, it's built for a specific person that, you know, I, I love that. You know, it, I'm not hating that. I'm not sitting in my bed like, fuck, why am I thinking about content right now when I should be enjoying this football game? No, I think, I think that's awesome, you know? And, um, and I really enjoy it, but I think some people it will inevitably hurt them um, because they'll be like, like they'll be stressed out about it. And you know what? If 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 you're stressed out about it, still stream, still enjoy it, but just take it at your own pace. You know, like and and maybe you don't get famous overnight, or you don't get famous in a year from now or two. It'll but, never happen. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you know, but you, you're either gonna have that drive or you don't. And you either need to make it a hobby where it's fun and you don't care about the viewership um, or the content creation, or you do it where it's like, you know, you're having fun, but you're, it, it is a job. I, and I, you know, and I, I keep avoiding trying to say that, but it is a job. It's, it's work, you know, um, whether you like it or not. Um, it, is, it is work. Yeah. It, for, my, for a lot of people, it does pay off with enough time and in, in persistence, but uh, there's never a guarantee. So you right. Are... You're, you're basically interning, you know, you're, Oh you're, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're basically working for free and with, but with no guarantee of anything, not anything Absolutely. for your resume. Absolutely. Well, actually you probably could put content creator for resume or something, but you, you know what, you know what I'm trying to say? It's, there's right. no guarantee of anything, but self-satisfaction. That's it. Um, and, and you gotta be comfortable with that. And, um, so just because we are kind of hitting uh, close to football time for your boy we Bashy, uh, we got we got like 16 minutes left. I just wanted to, um, like not 16 minutes of the stream, but 16 minutes before Rapid my fire. before my boys come on, and they're not even my main team. I'm I'm a Chargers fan at heart, but uh, they humble me. Patriots are just my uh, my winning team. <laughs> but uh, all right, anyways. So uh, the last thing I wanted to uh, kind of touch upon was uh is there any advice that you could give to viewers to just help improve their stream maybe something that you in hindsight are like damn i really wish i like maybe one advice maybe two advice you know whatever it may be um just like maybe something that you're like you've been stuck on maybe something that's popped up in this conversation maybe just you know some main advice that maybe they would really like to hear that maybe i just can't even give to them this advice is the most rudimentary, simple thing out there, but I've learned it more. The quitting YouTube and streaming has given me so much time to, well, do college stuff and to follow people like you. I've been watching more, I guess, new, unique, smaller YouTube, uh, Twitch streamers, uh, anywhere from twenty to maybe a thousand followers max. And I've I keep on seeing a repeating uh, a theme here with people that do the YouTube uh, Twitch mix which is that if you, you need to be consistent in order to have any sort of growth or at least sustain whatever base you already have. Um, this guy I've been watching the most out of all of them, this Jack the Bus streamer on Twitch, his 
sort of day-to-day -day alter, uh, alternation between YouTube videos and Twitch, that later night Twitch streams, and just constantly being on Discord and thinking about content production and what people want to see, that persistence that on kind of on your ass, like get in your viewer's face and see what they want and be active all day long, even though it may be hard, it may suck some days, some days he just doesn't want to be online, and some days he's not online, that's just how it is, but you want to be very, very persistent, um, consistent and persistent, and uh, if you, that should bring some degree of growth in, in, the, in a perfect controlled world, but wait for the, the waves of success to come, ride them, see what works, what doesn't work, and make sure you love the games that you play, because that will be the, uh, a big component but not all of what makes you a, a fun, a, a good entertainer, but consistency is all I can say. That's my biggest tip. I, that's where I failed the most by far. So keep with it. Don't stop. Even though I just spent an hour talking to you guys about how to quit. So don't quit, but just <laughs> if things are shit, then quit. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I really appreciate your, uh, your input, Chad. And, um, I will, uh, I will see you on the stream, man. I, and this isn't goodbye, <laughs> right? Real quick, but this is this isn't. Uh, see you later, buddy. This isn't goodbye for Chad, guys. If you guys ever want to talk to Chad, he does hop on stream and talk with me at certain times, you know, um, and like just in conversation. If you guys have anything you guys want to personally talk about with him, check me out on Twitch dot com or dot tv it may be dot tv i don't even know twitch.tv slash bash underscore time you know we're, we're chilling on there um and he, even if he's not on chat he, he well on voice chat he he does hang out with me in uh in the chat room so we always have good times we have some dance parties we had a dance party today it was pretty fun <laughs> um, that was entertaining yeah right oh dude i just put on that song and it was just vibing we were all we were all having a good time, but no, uh, yeah, guys. If uh, if you guys ever want to reach out to CVC coming for you, aka hey. Chad, he's always hanging out in my chat. And uh, hey, seriously, man, thank you so much for uh, spending you know this hour with us and uh, you know giving giving the streamers you know the real advice, the advice that uh, a lot of people are uncomfortable to talk about. You know, no one wants to talk about failure, but but it is a real thing. And right. um, yeah, guys, this is uh. This is the stream, buddy, and we're going to be talking about a lot more positive things uh, in the future and, and and real things. You know, this is yep. this is what this podcast is about: is the reality of streaming. And uh, we want to start you off depressed, right? Go. Right. Better better to start off sad. Ruin your day. <laughs> we came here to ruin your day in true bubblegum. I do gum. think I, I I will say I did I think I did hug hug a little bit too close to the point about quitting or considering quitting if it isn't working. I don't I didn't I took that a little bit too far. Don't take that literally just if you really aren't happy with what you're doing in life for anything you may want to consider moving on but i'm not telling people who are sitting at five one to five concurrent viewers or no subs on youtube to, just to jump ship it's not how it works but yeah you gotta grind you gotta grind your, your happiness your happiness comes first right and that's the thing is that it, it's more of the mental health aspect of it is that you know you you want to be healthy you know and if and if you're not being healthy then that's where uh maybe maybe streaming isn't for you i only stopped because i figured that my hobby that got me through adolescence and middle school troubles and was was not make was not making me happy like it once did but now that i've gone back well not yet cause i'm waiting on my new game but i guarantee once my warfare comes out and i get back in my little rhythm i will have a year where i'm same old kid that i once was in spirit and just enjoying life for all it is so thanks but no thanks to youtube and twitch but i'm starting my new life as a gamer and uh <laughs> I'm really excited for this next chapter. 
Most yeah. definitely. Well, thank you so much. And uh, guys, this was the Stream Buddy podcast. So make sure to check it out in the near future. Thank you for checking us out today, guys. This was the Stream Buddy podcast where we teach you how to improve your stream. If you want to check us out on Twitter, it is Bash Time Stream. Our YouTube is Bash Time. Our Twitch is Bash underscore time. And you guys can come and hang out with me and CVC coming for you and many more streamers to come. If you would like to be on the podcast, send a message over to the Twitter account, Bash Time Stream, and uh, maybe we will see you on this podcast at some point. Everybody enjoy the rest of your Sunday or whatever day you listen to this on, you friggin' rascals.